Welcome to the Silver Screen Podcast. I'm Jared Boomer. And I'm Katie Ganey-West. This is a podcast about movies and pop culture. And today we're talking about a very big movie on Netflix, the most expensive movie that Netflix has ever made, and that is Red Notice with The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. And there's really nobody else in the movie because they spent all the budget on those three people. Yes. So <laughs> we'll... Uh, We'll discuss that in length a little bit later on in the episode. So we have a lot to talk about, though. We have some news. We have some recommendations. We even have a corrections corner this week. If you like love when we mess up, don't right. worry. We're going to we're gonna correct something you know, coming up. People are so. welcome to point it out to us if we mess something up. But I feel like, I, I, you know what? I've never said this, but I feel like we don't have people who really want to engage on social media. I wonder... <laughs> This podcast has made me wonder if other podcasts that are like big time, big time, if they get a lot of social media people or if they just keep plugging it and then we are led to believe that people are engaging with them on social media. Yeah, I think they just keep plugging it and then they like, you know, maybe one out of every like, you know, 30 posts will like take off, which is kind of what happens with us. Like we'll post every time there's a new episode, but then sometimes like one certain episode will get like a lot of interaction just out of the blue. Yes. I do think it's never one that we expect. Yes. And I do think people need to be reminded. I had a friend the other day that was like, Hey, I haven't had heard a new episode in a while, which I was like, Oh my gosh, thank you for listening first off. But then I also thought, well, we have the new episode just came out, but he didn't know, but I hadn't posted yet. So I was like, ah, Ah, clearly I think people need this. Speaking of social media, Jared, I have a bone to pick with you. So last night, everyone, I did a poll on Instagram that was completely unimportant, but I was having a really rough day. Like I was just real depressed and I wanted to buy something for myself. But also there was a Black Friday sale that was starting at midnight. So I had to get ready. And this site never has sales. Never, never, never. And it was 30 percent off and free shipping. So I have an obsession with headbands. If anybody does look at our social media, I wear headbands at least once a week, usually two to three times a week. I love headbands. I love them because they're versatile and they look good with long and short hair and everyone can wear them. Moving on. Also, throwback to Blair Waldorf if anyone watched Gossip Girl. Anyway, <laughs> Jared, the I noticed... for this episode since we're talking about Ryan Reynolds. Oh, oh perfect. Yes. Now, I... Because of Blake. I get it. Okay. That took me a yep, second. Yep, yep. He's married to Blake Lively, everyone. She was the star of Gossip Girl. Well, she was the star along with Leighton Meester. Anyway... Mm-hmm. I noticed Jared saw my Instagram story and then did not vote on the poll. And I was deeply distraught. I scrolled through every... It was like a six or seven slide story. Did you see see the ones I went with today, though? Yeah, you bought both, correct? Well, there were three options, Jared. Oh, three options. I don't think you paid attention to the saga because I was like, no, no, I shouldn't buy two. But then I was like, oh, gosh, now I have to throw this option in. I saw the pink one. Yep, yep. They're like, and the green one. Yeah. Those were the, did I miss one? The, yes, Mulberry, okay. which is one of the ones okay. I, I ended up getting Emerald and Mulberry. Okay. I love the terracotta one, but it looks a little too close to some other ones I have. Okay. I hope we haven't lost anybody on the first few minutes of the podcast here, but I just <laughs> felt like we minutes. needed, I just felt like we needed to talk about this because I thought we were friends. We are. I, I just thought we had to something. vote in the poll. You forgot? You said you just scrolled right up fast. I was like, I don't know if I have an opinion. I don't know if I have a choice here. Jared, if you and ever I... do a poll, I'm going to answer it. Okay, great. I also don't wear headbands. So I was like, I don't I know, know if you're my a opinion man. is valid. You're a man. Maybe you care about, I don't know. 
I'll respond in all future polls. Okay, so. thank you. Moving on. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that, to shame you. Jared is a wonderful okay. friend. I actually have a shout out for him later in the episode. Well, just like this movie, Red Notice, we're uh, a little off the rails to start. So Yeah, well, we have to. We have Let's some sad, in... sad news today. Yeah, we have a lot of, a lot of breakups. Everybody broke up this past week. Yes, um, what a week. The biggest oh. one was Shamila. Shamila. Shamila, sorry. Shamila. I play, Who cares? I'm on the radio. I play both of these people. I'm Why sure do I do. not know how to say their names? Yeah. Uh, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello broke up. So, so sad. They'd been together sad. two years. They had gone through the whole pandemic together. Yes. I saw a tweet that said they finally stopped promoting Senorita, and that made me laugh out loud. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> finally done trying to promote senorita so yeah and you know sometimes i see these people announce their breakups and i'm like who who does this why do you think we care this much but i also realize celebrities kind of have to do that yeah because if they're like seen with another person then yeah, yeah. it's like considered yeah. you know then, the, just then the tabloids up. will think they're cheating but yes, yeah i just yep, think that's so. really freaking weird but they weren't the only ones jared i know you don't know these other people but let me tell you there were it was like the week of breakups so sad i mean wow i i feel this too um so taisha this is allegedly we do not know this for sure taisha and zach from the bachelorette broke off their engagement jared probably in the entire history of the bachelor bachelorette franchise this was probably my favorite couple of all time and okay. he is a recovering addict she is I don't she was not the first black woman that was the bachelorette. She was second, I believe. Um, and now they're on their third, which is amazing. But she is fantastic. I absolutely love her. But um apparently today, hot off the press, the nineteenth of November, they're telling me they broke up, but it's alleged at this point. And then okay. Katie and Blake, this is Katie Thurston and Blake Moynes. It's okay if you don't know them and don't care. They were on The Bachelorette this last season, already broke off their engagement. and So that didn't last long. Yeah, and like, not to throw shade, but I'm going to. Um, Blake was like her third pick. Like she had, there was a guy, Michael, who lives in Ohio, who she really wanted to be with. And then he left of his own accord because he had a son and wanted to go back to his son. And then there was another guy. I don't even remember the other people because they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then she dumped one guy and then there was another guy she really wanted. And he said he was leaving and I did not like him at all, Greg. Um, so then she only had Blake left. So she picked Blake. So it was kind of like, is that really love? Forced I don't know. into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, so they broke up. And then Kaya Gerber and Jacob Elordi. How do you say that? I've never known how he actually, but he's on I don't know. Euphoria and he's beautiful and everybody oh, okay. loves him, blah, okay. blah, blah, blah. Um, they broke up. They'd been together quite a bit. He previously was with Zendaya before she got with Tom Holland. Oh, so anyway, nice. they broke up. It's just the week of breakups. It's been really depressing. So it that's, is. that's the news. So speaking, I mean, we're speaking of Tom Holland. We're going to review uh, Spider Man in a few weeks. Can't so. not wait. Also saw he did a GQ shoot this week. He so. did. You know what? I love Tom Holland. <laughs> He's not on my list anymore. I took him off. I had to do. Okay. I had to do some revisions lately, Jared. But he, you know, my list. I've told you about. You know, about yeah. My list. And um, I only follow like twenty celebrities on Instagram. Yeah. Tom Holland's one of them. So he. I made do the follow cut him. For me. But okay. I did not love the clothes they picked for the the GQ shoot. I yeah. Looked at it, it today wasn't and great. I was like, I don't like this. Some of them were not even look... flattering. Like he he has a good body and is like working hard for that body. And they did not the clothes did not showcase that. They also looked like they would be worn by somebody that was like fifteen years older than he mm-hmm, was. Mm-hmm. So and also born in like... the seventies. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it just didn't seem like it fit like his age. Yeah. So Very that's strange. Tom Holland talk. I'm glad uh, you feel correct. that way too. Yeah, I just didn't love the didn't love the fits from GQ. Mm-hmm. So so uh, corrections corner now. We have one correction yes. from our previous episode in the Eternals. We were not sure how to pronounce this person's name. Yeah, and I it's felt Barry, bad about it. Barry Keon. Yes. Irish. And so. when you so this is also interesting. When you go to look up the pronunciation, you type in his name. Google will give you like the thing you can just click. It doesn't say it like that. And then you click there's a YouTube clip that's like a person who like is more familiar with Irish and they say it that way. So I'm going with that one because they even say do not say it this way. It's like Keogna something like not at all like Keon. Um, okay. And so I went with that one because it sounded like so again, I don't really know um, if anyone is reliable, but I am willing to bet that that is more correct, especially with the very limited knowledge I have about Irish or Gaelic. Um, but anyway, you get what I'm saying. Yes. So yeah. that's our correction. We move into our recommendations now. I have a few. Uh, I saw we may do an episode on this movie. We may not. I saw the French Dispatch in theaters, the new Wes Anderson movie. Thought it was pretty good. Didn't think it was the best Wes Anderson movie that I've ever seen, but it was it was a solid movie. I mean, any Wes Anderson movie is going to be pretty solid just off the bat. So it's uh, interesting storytelling. It's three separate stories that kind of go throughout the movie because it's based on a, like a news magazine mm. or a you know magazine newspaper type thing. So there's short stories that kind of go. There's three of them that go throughout the movie. So if you don't like like you know that, then you may not love it. But yeah. I thought it was pretty good and interesting. And then wanted to give this was a f- about a month ago now, but wanted to give a shout out to the Heartland Film Festival. Um, that's a f- film festival that happens every year in Indianapolis, and they showed some movies that are coming out around this time now. Like they had um, like Belfast, Spencer, which is in theaters, which oh. I got to see. Um, they had King Richard, which I did not get to see, but that's the new Will Smith movie that's out now. So they had a lot of stuff like, you know, a lot of big movies that were going to come out around this time, about a month, month and a half later. So really cool. Um, you know, if you ever get the chance to go to like a film festival, if you're listening, even if it's a local one, they usually have some really cool stuff and you can see some different stuff and tickets usually aren't too expensive. So Mm -hmm. they also did it. Heartland Film Festival did it at like kind of independent theaters around town. So they did it at the Indianapolis Museum of Art, another theater called Living Room Theaters. They did it down at the Art Craft in Franklin, which Mm -hmm. we've been to. And they did it one more place. I can't remember. But they kind of scattered it. So they weren't like, these weren't at like AMC or anything. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, really cool. Got to see some movies that are probably going to get some Oscar buzz. So just want to give them a shout out. So Jared, that's awesome. I'm very jealous. I'm trying to be as positive as I can, but I would... (laughs) Because Spencer is one of those that I'm like, I I am interested, I'm intrigued by it, but I don't know how good it's going to be. I liked it, didn't love it. Okay. That's my quick and review. And then French, just French Dispatch, I've definitely wanted to see, but especially if it's not your favorite, I'm already... Because I feel like you, I am in line with you on the Wes Anderson film, so I'm kind of... Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I am glad that you got to go. And yes, I can second that. Uh, Indiana's very proud of the Heartland Film Festival, um, and it's a pretty respected festival as well as far as the midwest goes so way to go well i don't have did you have anything else jared i didn't sorry i didn't No, that was it so um i don't have anything to recommend for tv podcasts or movies because i've been doing that play we closed the show so now i'm just catching up but man i've been catching up on tv um but i just felt like i had to mention taylor swift's red taylor's version because the whole world is talking about it um i saw all these different 
Twitter posts and stuff where people were showing buildings in like Japan and Australia and Starbucks tweeted like, hey, we're going to have coffees tomorrow if you need to sit here and cry. Like crazy, <laughs> crazy stuff. But in a way, I'm like, this is so cool. Also, I love red, the color red. Um, but I have listened to the 10 minute all too well version. Um, mm-hmm. 10 times 10 times i'm gonna say okay i i think that's pretty normal um i have not watched a short film i've got that in my youtube queue <laughs> you guys i <laughs> never make jared lose his like mind on this show because he usually because we could see each other and yeah you know usually he might crack a smile at something i say but he just full-on laughed just now so i did i needed because i thought it was too. funny that you said you had listened to it 10 times because <laughs> It's 10 minutes a piece. That's about an hour and a half <laughs> listening to this song. Oh, and you're in a, you know, you're happily married. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you're like, let me get in my feels. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, but also, oh my gosh, she is spilling the tea. Because when I, when she first came out with that song, which we're the same age. So I would have been 22 when this happened. Mm-hmm. I did not hear the song and I was not yet a Swifty. I wouldn't even say no hate at all. But I wouldn't say I'm a full-blown Swifty. I'm like, I'm a Swifty uh adolescent if you will okay like i'm like i'm like i'm definitely in the group but i'm not a savant okay anyway <laughs> i feel like that should be the sound clip for this episode that we've <laughs> which has nothing to do group, with red but notice I'm not a savant. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it'll, maybe it'll get people to listen you know anyway um but i will say i uh love hearing her talk about jake gyllenhaal but i love jake gyllenhaal so i'm really sad and my friend olivia shout out i don't know if she listens but she was in the play with me and i even asked her i was like okay now as a swifty like the newer version am i allowed to like you know um harry styles taylor lautner joe jonas like am i allowed to tom hiddleston can i like any of these men she's like yeah and laughed like i was that was an idiotic question and i was like the entire world of swifties like a lot of it's idiotic so don't like don't come at me because i'm asking a fairly normal question but anyway i've been listening to a lot of those tunes but i also wanted to say what i'm pumped about is that adele's cd came out today um album i should say album not cd album yes am i how old am i everything's okay um but anyway guys it's been a rough week you're lucky i'm here um but Yes. So her album came out today. I had already pre-ordered it. I'm very excited to listen to it. I did not listen to it yet today, but I'm getting to it. Nice. 30. Yeah. 30. 30. She's younger than me. I feel like with Adele's, um, with Adele albums too, you kind of have to listen to, for the first time, you need to listen to it all in one session. So you got to like really just like devote an hour to listen to it. And probably have some wine and some chocolates and some Kleenex. Yeah, yeah, because it's you know what be you're getting. It's like Taylor. Coaster. You know what you're getting, and you know it's yeah. going to make you feel things and cry. Yes. Yeah. So, is that all your recommends? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Oh, okay. I forgot we're reviewing a movie, but I feel like we've already led the people to believe we don't have a lot to say about this film. Yeah. So, uh, we'll get, guess we'll get into that now. So, we're talking about Red Notice today, released on November 5th on Netflix. Or, sorry, November 5th, it was actually in theaters. And then November 12th, it was on Netflix. So, it had a one-week head start in movie theaters. Yes. Now, not a lot of people have seen this in movie theaters, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, it's rated PG-13 for violence and action, strong language, and some sexual references. It's an hour and 57 minutes. 
and on IMDb, it is a 6.4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, this may be the widest Get critics audience ready. split I have ever seen. 35% critics, 92% audience. That's today. I checked that today at like 4.30 p.m. The Rock also, The Rock loves the Rotten Tomatoes audience So score. does Gal. She put that on her. <laughs> I was like, what, 92? And I was halfway through watching it when I saw that on her Instagram. And I was like, 92? Unless freaking Meryl Streep and Anthony Hopkins and Tom Hanks all come out right now onto the screen. I do not believe you. This is not a 92. Oh. Yeah, he put a post up earlier this week. So four days ago, 92% audience score on mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes. He always loves the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes audience score because his movies usually aren't reviewed well by the critics, but audiences right. like them. So, yeah, oh. I haven't I didn't see Gal's story, but. And she's um, wonderful. Yeah. And that's cool. Like if I was them, I'd be excited about audience loving a movie as well. Yeah, yep. And yeah. Rotten Tomatoes is pretty respected, but. Yeah. Still, and I looked 30. I looked earlier. 32? I looked earlier today. It's been out for a week, and it's still like number one in the top ten yes, for the U.S. I saw so, that too. What is going on? It will not. It has not dropped yet. So you know, well, it's not number one on Katie and Jared's uh, <laughs> Netflix reading. Uh, no box office numbers because Netflix hasn't shared them as of today. Now, like we said, it isn't a few theaters. Um, I, why you would go see it in a theater instead of watching it on Netflix, I'm not really sure. Unless maybe you didn't have a Netflix subscription and you mm-hmm. just really wanted to see this movie. I'll be interested to see how much they made in theaters because like, I feel like if you could watch it on Netflix, then... And also, like, I guess you had the chance to see it a week earlier in theaters, but nobody I know was like so excited to see this that they needed to go a week or... Like, they couldn't wait a week to watch yeah. It on Netflix. Yeah. So, so it is on Netflix. A synopsis in the world of international crime, an Interpol agent attempts to hunt down and capture the world's most wanted art thief. Hmm. It's about art, people. It's about it's it's highbrow, highbrow stuff here right. for Red Notice. Theater. So, uh, yes. So we have some critics' reviews. First, we have Christy Puchko of Mashable, who says, "There's turn off your brain and enjoy movies." And then there's this. <laughs> These critics' reviews <laughs> were so funny. I don't know that I've actually laughed that hard reading the critics' reviews. None of them were good. <laughs> it was amazing. And I picked the top ones. Like, I only pick top critics every top time. Top critics. Because I want people Next. that are more, like, respected or experienced. Um, yeah. Yeah. So have a lot of reviews. These yeah, are so. solid gold. Next up, we have Robert Levin of Newsday, who says, if the director and actors don't seem engaged in trying to make a movie that does anything but hit a bunch of buddy comedy marks, there's no reason for an audience to bother. (laughs) But this is the last one. This is my favorite one. This is from David Fear of Rolling Stone. Uh, there's something incredibly deflating about all of this from the waste of precious screen talent resources to the sense that you're watching the last gasp of an age old formula. It is like staring at a bright, shiny epitaph for two hours. The last <laughs> gasp, the last gasp, I love last it. gasp of an age old formula. formula. I mean, wow. Thank yeah, you. It's David not fear. It's not really doing anything original, which we'll no. get into here in a few minutes. So it's directed by Ross and Marshall Thurber, who apparently there's a lot of Ross and Thurbers in the world. So he's like, I got to use my middle name, too. This man has directed some absolute gems. Uh, his best movie is probably Easy A. He's also directed Skyscraper with The Rock, which I have not seen, but 
I think it's about Skyscraper. Sure. And he's directed Dodgeball, a true underdog story with Ben Stiller. And Vince Vaughn is in that too, isn't he? I, Those are the two that oh, are in Dodgeball. I, I haven't Oh, I haven't that seen does. Dodgeball. Yes, that actually does okay. ring a bell. Yes, you're right. And next up, he's rumored to be directing a movie that probably doesn't need a sequel. <laughs> We're the Millers 2. So... <sighs> Yeah. Now, when did We're the Millers come out? That was a few I mean, years ago. I feel like it was an eternity ago, but I guess I could be wrong. Yeah, 2013. So we're going to wait to capitalize. Right. Let's wait until maybe... after a pandemic and yeah. make this movie that people have just been dying for. Also, Jason Sudeikis, just say no to this, bro. Sorry, like... I feel like... I'm sorry. I shouldn't <laughs> have made a death joke after talking about the pandemic. I That was not intentional. So I feel like that was a Freudian slip, if you will. I feel like... Jason Sudeikis. He's had no. so much more success He's now. He's too Ted big Lasso. time now. He doesn't need to be in this I sequel. I mean, really, no. Jennifer Aniston, too. She, no. like, whether or not you like the morning show, she has been quite successful lately. So, no, she doesn't need that. Yeah. Get I out of not. here. Yeah. Both of them could probably pass. Yeah. So, okay, we'll take a break here on the show and then come back, talk about the cast for this movie. As we said, it's basically three people because that's all they could afford once they paid these three. So we'll talk about three actors that you definitely know their names when we come back here on the Silver Screen Podcast. And we're back here on the Silver Screen Podcast talking about Red Notice, the brand new movie on Netflix. This has a pretty stacked cast. That was kind of the main talking point when this was getting made and when the posters came out and everything is that like, wow, you've got these three huge actors in this one movie together. The first one of those is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yes. Um, I will not dwell on any of these people because the entire world knows them. So <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, also known as The Rock, he is an actor and former professional wrestler, best known for Moana, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. We did cover that in an episode. And Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Next up, you can see him in The King... Doc Savage, and Big Trouble in Little China. Also, sorry, I forgot to say his character's name is John Hartley in this film. Cool. Then we have Ryan Reynolds. I have many things to say. Uh, He plays Nolan Booth. He is a Canadian actor best known for The Proposal, Deadpool, Deadpool 2, Definitely Maybe, and Free Guy. Next up, he will be in Spirited, Deadpool 3, Why? And Clue, also Why? Yeah, I don't know why we need to remake Clue, especially when we have like the Knives Out franchise now. No. Like, that's kind of like the modern day Clue. They're making another one of those, but it's going to be completely different. So, yes. and Clue, the first Clue, didn't we do a review of the first Clue? We the did. Original Clue? We did. Yeah. Yes. So we you can go listen recently. to that if you want to. Yeah. So, um, I can look those up at some point. Gal Gadot okay. is the last person. She plays the bishop. They don't give her like a different character name. She is an Israeli actress best known for Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 1984, and Death on the Nile. I am so excited, though, for her upcoming project, Jared. Every single one, I was like, yes, yes, yes. So she is going to be the evil queen in Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. She actually posted on Instagram about that today. An untitled Hedy Lamar project. Hedy Lamar was from the golden age of Hollywood. She's the reason we have GPS technology. You're going to probably learn about it in the film because there's no way they're going to bypass that. Also, Cleopatra and Wonder Woman 3. Now, I do think we don't need Wonder Woman 3, but what are you going to do? But if Chris Pine's in it, I'm here for it. I understand. So, also oh, but he might not that... be. I feel like he yeah, might he, be. Yeah, he might not be. So. Um, but I did... Spoiler for a movie that came out a year ago. Yeah, sorry. I mean, yeah. Um, I did forget. I was going to look up those those movies for people. Clue. We did that. That was episode 75 of the podcast. Okay. And then what else did we mention? Oh, my gosh. I Hobbs and Shaw. Thank you. Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, yeah. Which we I actually liked. Um, 
Man, that was a, that was a while ago. I'm yeah, sorry. We everyone. also go we ahead. Did Wonder Woman 1984 as well. If you we want to listen to that. We did. So. Um, eventually, I'll find these and I'll let you know. Um, <laughs> oh, I could also type it in. But anyway, yes, we've reviewed. You know what? You can also look for it yourselves. Wonder Woman 1984 <laughs> is number 86. <laughs> I'm sad about no Hobbs and Shaw though. I've just I feel like that one. I actually was surprised that I liked it. You did enjoy that, which I was surprised. I know we were also. Aha! Uh-huh, it's episode 16, Jared. Oh wow! I can't believe that for very back. early on. Well, yeah. Anyway, so. uh, not to okay. dilly dally. Let's get to the the meat and potatoes of this episode. <laughs> The likes and dislikes, what you listen for. Or maybe you listen for Katie's headband talk. I don't I, know. Well, so, you know what? As long as you listen, that's great. DM me on Instagram if you do <laughs> listen for the headband talk. Thank you. They're gone at this point. So They're they gone. didn't Yeah, we so, lost yeah. those Blair Waldorf stands. Anyway. Yes. Okay. Likes and dislikes. Uh, first like, actors, these are all pretty solid actors. They've been in a ton of stuff. You kind of know what you're going to get with these actors, which is kind of like a blessing and a curse. Like, you know, The Rock (laughs) is going to be the big action guy. You know, Ryan Reynolds is going to be like the action guy with the the, like, you know, sarcastic clips. And, you know, Gal's going to be like looking super hot. She's beautiful. We get it. Has great charisma. And it's just like, you know fun to watch so those are kind of what you know you're gonna get yes jared you said that really well too because it's not like i don't think any of them are bad but i feel like beyond gal like the other two are kind of limited and like they're pretty and they're funny and they're really good at playing one type of character and that doesn't mean they're not good people in their own right in life but i feel like as actors they are a one-hit wonder and you can disagree with me if you want, but that is the way I feel. But I felt like in this movie, a like was that they were good for their roles and they are suited for this type of film. Yeah, I definitely like like Gal Gadot's upcoming projects better than the other yeah. two. And she didn't really have like, you know, she was in the Fast and Furious movies, but Wonder Woman was really the first thing that a lot of people mm-hmm. saw her in. So she's still kind of like new in her superstardom so um i definitely like think some of her projects that she's like obviously she has to do the wonder woman sequel but like snow white and cleopatra those could be very interesting and type movies and different roles yes and i liked that in this i don't know if you would call her the villain but she is labeled as one of the villains and i thought that that was fun to see her play that because she's been like very sweet and powerful and you know a a good person Mm -hmm. in other films Another like for this movie is that it's a good Netflix release. Um, I don't think we would have gone and seen this in the theaters because it's just not really, you know, we'll get into it more in dislikes. But I was I was happy that I was able to sit on my couch and watch this yeah. and take in this film. So Yeah, and I barely took it in. So I agree with you, Jared. <laughs> I have nothing else to say about that. I my my only other like, I did love the settings. Like I I don't know if they went to all those places or if those were sound stages, but the locations were stunning. And if you are someone like me, like I, I've definitely mentioned in the James Bond films, especially part of the reason I'm very drawn to James Bond is because they go to beautiful places and they go to the best parts of those places so that you can see them and and have wanderlust over them. So Anyway, I absolutely loved the locations and the settings for this film. I had two other quick likes. You go right ahead. I thought thought some of the jokes were kind of funny. So now some of them did not really hit. They use Ryan Reynolds as like the 
one-liner guy, which, like, that's his whole... I mean, I read a tweet the other day that said Deadpool is the best and worst thing that ever happened to Ryan Reynolds because <laughs> now he just plays that character in every movie. Which he is played like, that character before, but true. he got famous and noticed for playing yeah. in Deadpool. <laughs> yes, so now he's doing it here in this movie. And I thought some of the jokes were kind of funny. Yeah. I, like, you know, chuckled at some of them. So I will say it did have some, some humor, which I appreciated. So, mm-hmm. And my next, like, is kind of a spoiler. So if you don't... It's not a huge spoiler, but if you don't want this spoiled, then... And there's know, not much back, to I spoil guess. in this film. Yeah. So. But my other like was I thought the Ed Sheeran cameo was very funny. Maybe oh, the funniest like part that. of the movie. Yeah. So I forgot about that. That was a high note for me. That was like that was like what happened in the Eternals. If you all want to listen to our <laughs> last episode, the same thing happened in this film for me. Also, uh, the day this came out, I hadn't watched it yet, and I Ed Sheeran posted on Instagram and said happy to be in red notice with these th- like and i thought it was a joke because like it looked like he had just photoshopped himself oh, in between like yes! the rock and gal Gadot and ryan reynolds and i was like did- is he joking I and then i watched that. him and he's like no he's actually in the movie wow i did not get that good good pickup on that jared way to go yeah because i didn't i thought oh ed's just being ed like he's funny he's just saying that like he was in this when he really yeah. wasn't but he was in it so i mean you know Props to him for for getting in a movie in Red yeah, Notice. Yeah. So he was also in Yesterday, which we reviewed on the pod. So yes, if you want to go <laughs> listen to that. Now you've mentioned it. <laughs> need more Ed Sheeran content. <laughs> yeah, if you need it. Okay, let Katie's us know. looking that up. So yeah, uh, so we'll move on to How our dislikes now. For what? Um, yesterday the... was episode twelve of the podcast. Okay, episode twelve. All very early. the way back. So twelve. Yeah, he definitely um, has more like screen time in yesterday than this movie. He does, yes. I feel like um, if it's okay for me to move to dislikes, I feel like all of mine can basically be summed up in a sentence. I tried to make it different, like bullet points, but there was no point. Um, I Well, okay, one original thing. I thought it was too long. I just don't think this movie was like a movie for... I don't think it was highbrow. I know we joked about that, but I don't think this was a complex movie. I don't think you had to think at all about this film. Uh, I don't think I thought about it even a second when I got up from the couch, I'd already forgotten about the film. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like this was a movie that caused me to not think and it was too long. And if it was complex, yeah, make it two hours. But it wasn't. It could have been 45. Yeah. And it's trying to be like a heist movie, like kind of like Ocean's Eleven or right, something. Right, like They're going to steal these. Or they're going to try to find these three eggs. Yeah, and like, Cleopatra's they already... eggs. And it's two hours, and they already have, at the beginning of the movie, they're like, we already got one of them. We just right. tried to find the other two. So right. <laughs> they like, go look for the other two. It's kind of like but... whenever somebody gives up, they give up the trick at the beginning. and then Or like someone's mm-hmm. telling a joke, and they say, well, this is what he said at the end. And then they're trying to be like, but wait, how did I get there? They've already ruined it. Like, you've already shared, you know, anyway. Yeah, you've shared like what you're gonna, you know, the special thing, d- d- the special thing. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's not like it's just not good enough. It's not complex enough to be like good for a heist type thing because yes. it's just not very complicated. So, agreed. It's just very easy to figure out. So, um, yeah, let's move into dislikes now, which we've already started talking about. But your first one was that it was too long. I would agree. It was, uh, it was definitely too long. Didn't need to be as long as it was, for sure. Um, we have some other dislikes for this movie, but I think a big, a big dislike for this movie is that it's just kind of, you know, it's very bland. It's not very exciting at all. It's not doing anything unique. It's not doing anything different. It's just kind of there as a movie, but it's not really, it's not really doing anything that hasn't been done before. Yes, completely agreed. 
Um, I thought that this movie, it was same old, same old. There was nothing original. The actors weren't doing anything I haven't seen them do other than when I mentioned Gal's kind of playing a villain. But there, but she still, even her, she was playing the gorgeous, stunning, witty, feminist icon kind of woman, which is great. I love that for her. I love I, I love her as a person and as an actress, but I'm like, I've seen this. None of this is new for me. Um, and it was just nothing impressive. Like, to hear how much money they spent on this film, I think, what did you spend it on? And I think Jared might be right that they spent it on the cast and that was it because, and maybe it was, if they did go to all these locations, that certainly would have shot up the bill really quickly. But other than that, I thought, what did you even spend the money on? Yeah, it was just like, you know, there was just, there, there was not really a great script um, another dislike for me was that the CGI was not good at all. It looked really bad for this movie, and it should have looked better for costing two hundred million dollars. So, yeah, yeah, it was just a lot of the locations you could very much tell that it was like just bad CGI and was not was not yeah. done well. So another dislike yep. is there's a lot. This is fine when movies do this sometimes, but this movie had a ton. Uh, there's a lot of branding in this movie, like brand endorsements, oh. sponsorships, like high C juice boxes. Yeah, Mercedes. You get the you get Ryan Reynolds drinking his aviation gin. You get the Rock drinking his Terramana tequila. Um, and you know that I mean this happens in almost every movie because the shoes are so amazing. But Christian Louboutins, like we made sure that we saw the bottom of those Louboutins several times that Gal Gadot was wearing. I mean, you're right. Product placement everywhere. Yeah. So it was just, I mean, and some of that's fine, but like you get to a point where it's like, you know, happening every five minutes and you're like, we get it. You have brands in this movie. So also Ryan Reynolds doesn't need money. Why are you plugging your gin? Yeah. Why is like, like you don't your even... gin? Why is the rocks tequila in this movie? So, right. And the rock, like pouring the diet Coke can on the egg at the beginning of the movie. It's like, clear clear branding thing so also his hands are so big that like a regular can of diet coke just looks weird in his well also what does it say this is this is an overarching theme for me first i'll use diet coke as the example what what does it say about diet coke that you can put it on an egg like that and it like turns it to dust and i know that's kind of a joke but to me my whole problem with the film echoes this sentiment what does it say about what people want from movies right now that they made a movie like this and it got a 92 and there was no original content, no good acting, no new tricks, nothing. And it's not all white people, but I mean, it's like some, they have different backgrounds, but I mean, it's, it's just, it was nothing new. I was kind of like offended by it. Yeah. I was kind of excited when I, when I heard the concept that the three of them were going to be in a movie, I was like, that could be three of them. Yeah. I thought that could be really good. And then you see the poster, the poster comes out and it's just like the most bland, basic poster. It's a red background with the three of them. And like gal is in a dress and then the rock and Ryan Reynolds are in suits and it's, and it's red. I even thought her dress is red. Like that's what, like even, well, I keep thinking about, um, I can't stop thinking about no time to die, but Ana de Armas wears a Navy dress. Even that I thought, when do we see that? We never see women wearing like Navy. Even that was such an original choice. Cause if you want sexy, it's red. You put red on or a red lip. People are sexy, which is crazy to me. I mean, I love it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I just thought there was nothing original about this. It was so upsetting. And it's sad to me that that apparently is what a lot of people want. 
yeah, it, this is just like very much filler. Turn it on while you're on your phone, you know, put it on in the background, yeah. whatever. So another thing I, we should probably talk about before we give our grades, because I don't think we have a ton yes. more to say on this, um, is that know. at the end, there's a twist kind of, you can see it coming from like a uh-huh. mile away that right. Ryan Reynolds, well, first, basically, you find out that The Rock and Gal Gadot are on the same team. You think for the whole movie that Ryan Reynolds and The Rock are on the same team. But it turns out that Gal and The Rock are on the same team. And then they like tie Ryan Reynolds to this tree and leave him there. And they're like, see ya. And then they go take the eggs to, you know, the wedding. And that's that. Ryan Reynolds that's breaks it. out. Yeah. He's on a boat. He's like, I turned you guys into Interpol. But we can escape this right now if you just, you know, get out of here and come with me. So, um, you know, that happens. And then after that, it's like they all team up and they're going to go to the Louvre to presumably start the sequel. And I was just like, this, this movie does not need a sequel. Why did we, why did we agree to that? I don't know. I couldn't agree with you more though. It was just, it was bad all around. And I, my score reflects that to be quite honest. And I feel kind of bad, but it was a big letdown. So I guess we can move into our dislikes now because, um, you know, that's or not our dislikes, our final score, because we don't really have any other yeah. dislikes to, to go off of. So yeah. I don't know. if And Jared, I do. I do agree with you, too, that I, I don't like when endings. It, 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 it's what we were referencing earlier about the you see it from a mile away. We knew at the beginning, oh, this is this is what's going to happen. And then that is exactly what happened. So that's irritating to me as well. Yes, for sure. So. And I think we've said pretty much all we are going to say about Red Notice. So we'll move into our grades now for this movie. And I think it's my turn to go first. So we've we've been talking on this episode. I had a higher grade when we came into this episode, but I think I'm going to lower it a little bit because of what we've just discussed and some of the negatives that we've talked about. And it kind of made me think about it a little bit more. But I'm going to give this, I think, of like a 53 so okay 53 i don't think that's it's fair. As, it's not as bad as a 35 it's not as bad as what the no. critics are saying but it's not like an i don't think it's a 92 for me i totally agree with you i'm giving this a 50 um i do think that's generous but i agree with you i don't think it's a 30 i think something like cats was the worst thing i've ever seen so this wasn't terrible but there was nothing impressive about this film to me and uh we recently we reviewed the eternals and i didn't rank that highly but i definitely think there was much more of an attempt to actually make a film and make something thought-provoking and put diverse characters in that film than there was in this so 50 for me so that's our grades for Red Notice, and you can follow the Silver Screen Podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Silver. Just search the Silver Screen Podcast on Facebook, and you can find us there. Wherever you listen to the show, be sure to rate and review. That really helps us out. We thank you very much for that. In our next episode, we will either be reviewing Ghostbusters or House of Gucci, but I think we're leaning towards House of Gucci. So yeah, that'll that'll definitely. that'll be our next episode of the podcast. One of those two, but both of those are look good. House of Gucci looks really good though. So I know yeah. I know you're really excited to see that one. I'm so excited. Yes. So that'll be our next episode of the Silver Screen Podcast. Probably like 90% sure we'll be talking about House of Gucci. Until next time, we'd like to thank the Academy.